When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Golden Hurricane Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, this is Eye of the Hurricane Podcast, the official podcast of University of Tulsa Athletics. Hello and welcome back to Eye of the Hurricane podcast. I'm Bruce Howard and, uh, well, we heard the news yesterday, late last night and then into today, that the University of Tulsa football game has been moved back, moved back to the 19th of September. So in this very odd and strange year, it continues to have its ebbs and flows and changes. And I guess for all of us, you just have to be adaptable. You have to be able to roll with the flow, so to speak. And now for the Golden Hurricane, they begin their season September 19th at OSU in Stillwater. So there won't be the week off in between the scheduled game on the 12th and the game at Arkansas State on the 26th. So that is the latest news for the Hurricane. And what it means historically is we go all the way back to 1969 to have a starting date later than September 19th. The 69 team started on September 20th. So kind of a history-making thing and a very strange year and a history-making year caused, of course, by the pandemic, COVID-19. All right, today, head coach Philip Montgomery had a press conference getting ready for the OSU game. Here's how that press conference went today. Uh, appreciate all of you joining us. Um, obviously, uh, a lot of things have happened in the last 24 hours. Um, I appreciate uh, our administration and Oklahoma State's administration, you know, the two schools working together. Um we, uh, you know, both agreed that this is probably the, the right thing to do for the health and safety of, of all of the student athletes involved. And, and uh, you know, that's always been and always will be our, our number one concern. So um, we're excited about 
Uh, having the opportunity to go to Stillwater and play Oklahoma State, they're an extremely talented team. I mean, basically have everybody back offensively and defensively. Um, they're very explosive. They're very well coached. Uh, I know our guys are excited about it. I think we've got a, a good nucleus of guys that are ready to play. And, uh, you know, we're excited about our season and what's coming up. Uh, we feel like uh, we've got some weapons in some spots. Uh, we're trying to continue to develop, develop the depth and the things that you have to have, especially in the times that we're dealing with right now. Uh, but I'm excited about our football team, and I'm excited about um, the opportunity to, to go to Stillwater and, and uh, kick off this season. Thanks, Coach. Uh, yeah, obviously a week pushing it back is not a, a long time. What do you think the chances are, you know, this time next week comes around and you're like, we just can't play this game? Well, you know, I think for, for both for both schools and for, for both parties, um, you know, it was more about making sure that our guys have had, um, and, and theirs as well, just making sure that we are prepared physically and, and mentally to step onto the field. And so I think with the additional week of work, uh, I think it gives us the opportunity uh, to make sure that our guys are in shape to do that and uh, continuing to – to get practices underneath our belts and, and preparing our guys to, to play a game that um, is different than a lot of other games. You know, you just can't step out there and it, and it just happened. So uh, I think, you know, with another week of work underneath, uh, we're preparing our kids physically to, to play this game the way it needs to be played. This is a, more about, you know, both schools and just like all schools across the country, everybody's got some positive cases. Um, this is about just having uh, ample time to prepare our team and making sure that we uh, are physically ready to play this game. I think it's been a little while since you guys released your num your COVID numbers. Can you tell us how many positives you have? I don't know that I'm going to get into the, the numbers parts of it. Obviously, we've, we've got positive cases. they got positive cases, again, just like I think everybody across the country does. So, um I won't really get into the numbers parts of it, but, uh, you know, we're, we're still at a decent level and, and we'll continue to monitor those things. I mean, our guys have been tested, you know, let's see, last Wednesday, last Friday, again on Monday, we'll test again on Wednesday, so, uh, and then we'll test again on Friday. So, I mean, about every other day here we're getting tested. So it's, you know, we're, we're, we're staying in those numbers and, and doing what we got to do to make sure our guys are safe. Philip, has it been a stressful situation trying to get ready for this game? Um, did you feel like you guys were really having to press to, to get to that point where you were ready? Yeah, Kelly, I mean, we really have. And, and I haven't I haven't hidden that from anybody, right? You know, I mean, uh, our number one concern is always going to be our student athletes and we're making sure that, that they are, are ready and um, – you know, I've talked about that with you and others at the end of practices and things of just, you know, making sure that we get our guys into game shape, you know, uh, and that's you, you can't do that if you're not on the field. And that's the only way that that can really happen. So uh, for us, uh, that that was always been our concern and, uh, you know, making sure that our guys are prepared. Philip, had you decided before the weekend that you just didn't that you just hadn't had enough reps to be game ready, or was it, or did this all kind of come to a boil yesterday? 
No, I think, you know, both both universities from an administration standpoint, they, they got on the phone. And then more importantly, not more importantly, but probably, uh, you know, with Dr. Gregg and, and uh, Mike Holder, you know, them having conversations, um, those conversations kind of started, I guess, kind of over the weekend about it all. Um, and again, the main emphasis was making sure both teams were ready to play. And so it, it, have I been nervous about it? Obviously, you're always nervous coming into the first game and always want to make sure that your team is prepared and ready. And uh, that goes on a lot of different fronts. And so this this not being any different from any other from that standpoint, but now when you add, you know, the virus and all the other things that you're going through right now, uh, there's, there is no normal days. Every, every day is a, is an adventure. And so, uh, yeah, it, it, it provides a little bit more, um, nervousness to make sure your team is ready. So do you, uh, uh I mean, you, you just said it, Philip, there's no normalcy whatsoever about any of this. So, uh, in, in a, in a, the best of years, you've got a ton of pressure on you to prepare a team and to win games. And now, you've got the pressure of making sure your guys are okay or, or doing everything possible to make sure your guys are okay. And do you feel a, that additional pressure also to sustain the athletic department? And and that's not really even a TU question. That's a college football question. Do you, or do you feel even a, an, an additional layer of pressure to get these games played so that the athletic department's okay? Yeah. You know, for, for, for my staff, myself, and for our team, you know, we've really tried to focus on things that we can control. And uh, for us, it, it's about getting our team ready to play. Uh, it's about uh, preparing our team um, in, in a way that they can be successful on the field and, and providing them situations that they can go and, and perform at a high level. Uh, they love playing this game. They want to play this game. And, um, you know, our job is to get them physically and mentally ready to do that. I think if you start, you know, bringing in all these other factors like you're talking about, it, it can be overwhelming. And for, for us, we're just focused on what we've got to do to make each other better today, uh, continue to prepare ourselves to be the best team that we can be as we step on the field and go compete. Philip, do you think your players feel some sense of relief getting this extra week? Like, do you think they felt like they weren't ready, or is that more, you know, a determination a coach makes and, and players didn't necessarily see it that way? No, I mean, I, we're, we're very open um, in, in our program. And uh, we have good lines of communication for all of our players. And, you know, there had been a few guys that had come to me and, and we had sat down and discussed just kind of, hey, where we're at, what do you think, Coach? And, uh, you know, I I feel honored that they have enough, um, you know, enough comfort to come to me and sit down and say, hey, this is kind of what I'm feeling. I, hey, I'm a guy that, hey, may have had to sit out a couple of days here and there, and I just – I don't know if I'm quite there yet. I wish I had a couple more days to make sure that we're getting there. And and so those conversations did happen. And, uh, you know, we took all of that into consideration uh, as we kind of approached where we are today. Phil, this is Barry Trammell from the Oklahoma. On the high school level, teams are just playing, and if they have to – you know, cancel, they cancel. Small colleges said we're not playing. Uh, the NFL and major college football is forging ahead, but you're having ahead without some of the resources financially that a lot of the other schools have. How tough is it to just say, 
we're going to play, but you're having, you mentioned testing every other day. How difficult is it for the University of Tulsa just to, to try to navigate through this season? Well, I think it's difficult across the board, but I think, um, you know, this is a situation in the, in the sense that, uh, you know, our conference and our players and our administration, everybody's committed to playing. Uh, we all want to play, and that's what the student-athletes have, have, have deemed and we've talked about as a group. Um, you know, the university, I, I take my hat off to them because they have, you know, stepped up and, and knowing that for all of us as we continue to navigate our way through, um, the health and safety of our student-athletes is going to be the most important thing as we continue down this road. So uh, we know there's going to be uh, things that, that we have to deal with and continue to confront each and every week. And, you know, we talk to our players in great detail about just embracing change and adapting to change because every day uh, is going to throw something new at you. And so uh, we can't get caught up in, in all the details of this and that. We've got to stay locked in and focused to what we need to do and how we need to do it and continue to, to get better every day. And so I think our university has done a, a really nice job of continuing that same thought and process and, and helping us navigate through these uncharted waters. How important is it to keep the OSU game? And were there any conversations or, or thought really given to maybe nixing it and focusing on uh, the conference-only schedule? Or was it, I guess, a, a main point of concern? No, we we got to keep this, this out-of-conference game in versus Oklahoma State. I guess how important was it to – to, to keep that on the, on, the, on the docket? Well, I think both universities want to play this game. I mean, it's an important game for the state, in my opinion. You know, uh, this has been a great rivalry. Um, you know, these, these, both these universities have played each other a, a multitude of times, and uh, I, I think it just makes a ton of sense. And so uh, there wasn't ever any talk of just flat canceling the game. I think both schools and both universities want to play the game. I know the teams want to play the game. And so uh, that that was never really the discussion. It was just, hey, we both have an open date the very next week. Uh, it just makes a lot of sense right now that we could just postpone it for one week and then we'll, we'll, we'll play it a, a week from, from Saturday. The last 24 hours you talked about a lot of stuff happening. Has it changed your outlook on, on the chances of this season happening in full? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, we know that there's going to be adjustments that have to be made throughout the season. Um, and again, we knew that coming in. So it hasn't changed my outlook or my focus. Uh, I don't think it has done the, any of that for our players as, as well. Uh, we'll let them speak for themselves, obviously. But um, no, it, it hasn't changed my thought process as we're dealing with the season in the upcoming games. You cannot undo the disruptions you've had uh, but by midweek next week, Philip, will you have had enough reps that it will be fairly comparable to what your prep would have been like a year ago going into the opener? Well, we'll, we'll be a lot closer from a rep standpoint than, than we would have been obviously this week. And so, um, you know, with the continuation of being able to really get good work in this week and then having another full week, uh, I think our guys definitely will be ready to step on the field from a conditioning standpoint, and that was our biggest concern. You know, it's, it's not a schematic thing. It's not, you know, hey, I don't know that I've got all of this put in yet. It's really more of, you know, 
the conditioning side of this and, and being ready to play four quarters. And, you know, it's hard enough to prepare your team um, on a normal fall camp where, you you know, you've practiced every day and, and you've got them prepared and then that first game's coming up and then you still you, – you know how the first game is. A lot of guys end up cramping and you have things like that that, you know, it's just a – it's a different deal. And so you've got to go through that. So I think this week and next week, uh, will definitely give us the opportunity to be more prepared and our guys be more physically fit to be ready to play a four-quarter game. So, Philip, another pause like this in the middle of the season would obviously result in some canceled games. Um, is there a, a magic number for you guys with regard to you know how many can be sidelines uh, and you still practice versus you know when you would have to shut it down again? Yeah, you know, I, I think – as we continue to gain more information, and I think this is probably um, for every university across the country, you know, as we continue to gather information, the CDC, you know, they're changing stuff every week or every two weeks or whatever that might be. And and so as those guidelines change, you have to be able to adapt and change. So, you know, that percentage or that number is going to continue to fluctuate a little bit, probably back and forth. So, you know, I, I would hate to say, hey, this is our drop dead number right here. Um, and, and not feel uh, completely informed in, in that manner. So that's probably a, a better question for, um, you know, so, somebody a little higher up on the flagpole than I am. Uh, we haven't had many games, 10 or 15 games so far in major college football. Um, so not a big database, but we've seen some really one-sided games that look like they should be fairly competitive. Could that be a sign of, teams that just weren't physically ready you, you might see some of those things early I mean I, obviously I can't be definitive in that answer right but I think it can lead you down that path and I, and I think you know I know Ken really well he's a good friend of mine and and you know I think everything that he was trying to do from a practice standpoint was taking care of his kids and and uh, he was trying to make decisions according to that obviously you still got to get ready to play this game and so um you know, from that standpoint, I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, this postponement for one week is is, is going to help both universities. But uh, you're, you're trying to, again, make sure that your team is, is ultimately prepared to play the game at the right level and at the right pace. And, and uh, this is a game that it can show your weaknesses in a hurry, especially depending upon who you're playing. And, and you know, obviously I'm looking at them. <laughs> they got a lot of guys back. And uh, they feel obviously very confident in who they are and what they do. And I know for sure that our guys have got to be prepared to step on the field against a very explosive, talented team like Oklahoma State. It just was obviously a difficult decision to postpone for for everybody. Now that it's done, it's official, it's behind you. Is there kind of a, a weight off your shoulders because you made this decision and now you know what's going on going forward? Yeah, I don't know if I, Nathan, I don't know if I consider it like a weight off of my shoulders. I, I, I do think there, I feel some relief, if you would, to, to at least knowing that, that we've got a better chance of making sure that our guys are prepared to play. And so um, we are, we have taken and our university has taken every precaution to make sure that our guys are safe. And uh, that same thing applies in, in this decision as we continue to move forward to make sure that our guys are not just safe, but healthy and physically fit enough to, to play four quarters. So from that standpoint, 
uh, yes, there is some, um, I guess, relief, if you will, uh, knowing that we got an extra week to prepare. Coach Robert Allen from the Cowboy Radio Network, how are you? Hey, Robert, how are you? I'm good. You up for a football question or two? That'd be outstanding. I'd love one of those. <laughs> okay, well, let's start with Zach, Zach Smith on the offensive side. You haven't returned a quarterback, a starting quarterback, since 2016. Uh, even with the disruption, how much is your offense maybe in a better place because you've got a returning signal. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously, and I think this is everywhere across the country, when you got your starting quarterback coming back, uh, it, it makes a big difference. And, and and it's not just from, you know, what they can do on the field. It's, it's a leadership part of it. You know, everybody on your football team understands that um, this is the guy that's going to be calling the shots offensively. You get an opportunity for those receivers and running backs and everybody to continue to work timing and and getting reps and understanding hey I you know I've been in battles with this guy on the field and and when we get this look I know what he's going to do uh, or what he's thinking and what I'm thinking and putting those things together and and that's such a huge part of it and so you know I, I feel blessed and and excited to to watch Zach get back on the field and go to work and and he's had he's had a really good fall camp uh, he's continuing to prove uh that uh He's got opportunities to get better in a lot of different aspects, but he's continuing to work on those things, and you're seeing those increases happening, whether that's just getting the ball out faster, understanding defenses. you got to remember a year ago uh, when he started his first game, you know, he, he really hadn't been in live competition in about a year and a half, and so you're knocking off rust and you're getting readjusted to the speed of the game and, and seeing different coverages and blitzes and things as they start to occur, and so – you know, I thought each and every week, you know, he was taking steps to get better. Uh, that in turn makes our football team better. So I'm I'm excited to have him back. I'm also excited to to have a lot of guys back offensively right now, and and those guys working at a good level and continuing to to kind of gain that trust and timing that you have to have offensively to continue to to do the things that you want. So uh, that that's a huge part of it. Uh, you know, obviously we need more reps to continue to get there, but. Uh, I've been excited about the ones we've gotten up to this point. You mentioned uh, the guys returning on offense, the skill guys, especially with, with Zach. I want to go over to the defensive side of the ball, a uh, guy that I saw on a camp when he was in high school at Hominy. I, I got to think he's kind of that quarterback-type player for you on defense and Zayvon Collins. And and uh, you talk about a guy that uh, I mean, yeah, we're going to be watching him on Sunday. There's not a doubt in my mind. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, uh, we're we're fortunate to have Zavin, and Zavin is, you know, this is a kid that that was a quarterback and a free safety in high school, and and we got him here, and he just continued to keep growing and and continued to keep developing, and you know, has been our starting wheel backer now for several years, and has already done so many things on the field, and and you're right, he's a guy that uh, he's a great leader for us on defense. Um, He's he's a guy that's got a ton of experience underneath his belt. Uh, he's got a ton of ability, and uh, he's a guy that that we're going to count on to make a ton of plays this year. But he's not going to have to do it alone because I feel like, you know, yes, we've got some holes to fill defensively. That's for sure. I mean, anytime you lose a couple of guys to the draft and, and several others that were outstanding players for us, uh, that's going to leave some some spots open. That being said, I feel like we've got a lot of experience coming back defensively. 
when you when you think about you know Caleb has probably started 14 or 15 games in his career and and didn't get to play the majority of the season last year I feel like we still have a starting corner coming back in a Caleb you know Ollie Green had had a tran a, a fantastic year last year and so I feel like we've got two really strong all-conference type corners now they got to prove it on the field but I know in practice every day they're trying to do that. And, uh, you know, you add that in with Zavin and with Jackson Player and, and Cullen Wick and, and Johansi, and, and I think we've got a combination of guys that are going to be able to step in and play at a high level on defense. What is, what is uh, uh, even if you weren't involved directly in the, in the dialogue at the moment of truth with OSU, was your needing to postpone for a week through partnership now with – with regard to scheduling? Well, I think, you know, again, I, I give a lot of credit to both universities and coming together and, and and sitting down and really just talking about it. And I think it worked out from a schedule standpoint that we both were open the next week. And, and you know, sometimes sometimes we don't all sit down and, 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 and kind of take our university hat off and, and make the right decision, the, the the decision that really just is about common sense. And and I think both universities did that. Uh, we've we've had a partnership with them for a long time, just uh, – and we're, we're right here in the same state together. So, uh, again, I, I, I give credit to both universities, and, and, and I, I'm glad that we were able to, to do what we, we did. Philip, you have uh, Bryce Bray on your roster now. Um, what does he bring to the table, and is there a chance that he'll get a waiver to play this season? You know, uh, yeah, I mean, Bryce is a, a very talented young man. Uh, he's a big kid that can move. He's got great feet, and, and we're excited about, you know, adding him to our program, and, and uh, you know, he, he brings a lot to the table. You know, as far as, well, we've, we'll submit the paperwork you know, and we'll see what the NCAA says and, and all of that part of it. But at this point, uh, you know, we're not there yet. But uh, we're excited to have Bryce, and, and uh, he's already, I think, kind of found, found his niche with us and, and within our offensive line, and uh, it's been great having him around. A few weeks ago in August, when you came out of that, did you know sort of, uh-oh, we're going to need more time? Or is that something you learned – as you went through uh, the restart of practice? Yeah, I think more than anything, as you come out of those, it's you know guys are just not in the same. It, it, it takes a whole lot longer to get into shape than it does to get out of shape, right? I mean, I, I, I can work out for months and months and get myself in top shape, but if I don't do anything for a, an extended number of days here, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fall back quite a bit, and now I've got to get back to where I was, and then continue to build on top of that. And so we knew we were gonna have some of that as we were coming back. How fast you were gonna be able to regain that and then build upon it—that's that's where you kind of get into, you know, the unknown territories. And so, um, you know, we we tried to do a really good job of just kind of monitoring guys as they're coming back, uh, kind of adapting our practice schedule to make sure that, you know. You can go out there and you can put your foot on the gas and say, hey, we're just going to blow and go and, and uh, get ourselves as much work as we can possibly get. But then you're, you're taking a chance on causing injuries in practice, and we definitely don't want to do that, whether you're talking about soft tissue things or what have you. So, 
Uh, we wanted to be really smart about the way we brought them back and continue to get good work out of them. Hey, Philip, with three guys coming back that have all run the ball, uh, how do you see Daenerys Prince fitting in? Uh, he's – well, I tell you, Caden, I think he's pretty talented, you know, and uh, I've stated this before. I, th- I think we're probably – this is the deepest running back room that we've had since I've been here. And, and when I say that, I mean, like, guys that are very talented, all in alike, and – yeah, you know it's going to start with Shamari and it's going to start with Corey. Those are guys that have been getting it done here for us for a long time. I thought TK really showed what he could do last year, and he's a different style of back. Daneric is different than even those three. Uh, I feel like he's a guy that kind of runs with a, an angry attitude about him. Uh, he's got really good speed. He He's done a nice job in all the different facets of the game. You know, with not having spring ball and then, you know, fall camp being what it has been, you just I want to make sure that that he's prepared to step into a game and be really locked in to what he's got to do, even if that's from a pass protection standpoint or if he's getting out and route or, you know, it, it's real easy to say, oh, you know, he knows how to run the zone, just hand it to him, right? But there's just there's a whole lot more to being a running back than just running the football. And so we want to make sure that he's prepared for that. And we're putting him in a in a situation for him to be successful. But we are extremely excited about what he brings to the table and uh, know that he's got a great future ahead of him here. Coach, I know you're excited about your cornerbacks, but having Tyneal Martin back is huge there in the secondary uh, for coming back. And, you know, fingers crossed that he can remain healthy on the season. But what a difference maker that Tyneal can be. Yeah, I really, you know, when you start really thinking about our safeties, and I'll probably just start with the nickel parts of it, you know, Christian Williams, who's been a multi-year starter for us back there and gone through all the different obstacles that he's had placed in front of him throughout his career here, you know, came back last year after the surgery and, and had a fantastic year. You know, Bryson Powers backing him up, but really Bryson started a ton of games, and so you feel like you have really good depth, those guys being able to work in and out together. You know, uh, Kendarian Ray is a kid that has made unbelievable plays for us on special teams and played some defensively last year. I think he's got uh, a great amount of talent about him. He's got length. He's got speed. He does a nice job coming down fitting in the box. Uh, I think he's got an extremely bright future here. And then you talk about Ty Neal. You know, Ty Neal has been a guy that has fought some injuries over the course of his career here. Uh, He's been staying healthy, and uh, he's been really, really working at a high level. Uh, we've got a couple of other guys that that we're looking at with you talking about LJ and Jet and Jace and several others back there that have made some really nice plays throughout practice. Uh, but Ty Neal has, has done a nice job of kind of adapting and moving around and being able to play multiple spots back there. And, I, again, I think this could be a tremendous year for him. Any other questions, guys? Everybody good? All right, guys, thank you all very much. I appreciate it. Y'all have a great day. This is Eye of the Hurricane podcast, the official podcast of University of Tulsa Athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Golden Hurricane Sports Network.